0: Assalamu alaikum. Greetings and may peace be upon you all. And grand rising, you are listening to the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show and this is Soul Purpose Healing with Viata
1: and hey it's time to take charge of your health I'm Viata your holistic life coach and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time I'm here on the female solution to empower you to make choices that will assist your evolution to abundant health I'm also blogging every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time at Soul Perfect Healing, where I bring you a spiritual chiropractic adjustment to bring you back into alignment with our Creator's love, compassion, and wisdom. Join me every Friday morning at 8 a.m. and Sunday evening at 8 p.m. for a time of unity, enlightenment, and love vibration. Shalom.
0: the damages that our souls go through in life, and this very harsh environment that we live in, and the struggles we go through in our childhood, which all of us have experienced. We have experienced the stress, the strain, the pain of... Parents who did the best they knew how, but didn't always know how. And some of us are called to heal. So tonight, we're bringing to you one who has graced our program before. And now, tonight, we want to talk about the healing effects of the spoken word, especially as it's shared in a book. So I want to welcome to the show our special guest today, spoken word artist Jessica Ingram, better known on the circuit as Just So Real. And she's set to launch her new book, I'm Not Crazy, I'm Called. So welcome to the show, our dear sister, Just So Real. Thank you so much for joining us on The Female (laughs) Solution. Yes. Well, I'm certainly excited with the upcoming book that we're gonna have an opportunity to uh present to our listeners and viewers and give them a chance perhaps to do some pre orders uh as you can see i'm crazy, i'm not crazy I'm called yep, yep. and for those of us who feel like we have in fact been called to a mission, you may want to get that t-shirt and you can go to justsoreal.com and pre-order your book, your shirts and paraphernalia. And you also got some spoken word material coming out as well that we want to give our listeners and viewers a chance to experience. But now tell us and you know, I've had the privilege of, of reading the book it's always a challenge when you write an autobiographical piece because that means not only telling your story but even the stories of those who have touched your life, some in positive ways, some in ways that are challenging. What were some of the the, the thoughts that went through your mind as you gathered that information that shaped your life and decided to put it out there in a book, uh, a story that's definitely going to move people. I mean, it's raw. It tells you know, what happened. But what are some of the things that went through your mind as you realized you'd be revealing some very sensitive things about your life? Yeah. Um,
2: well, of course, my biological family, like I told you before, I was. Um, I wrote a book, before this, and I was in prison, um, I believe I told you before, mm. and um, it failed terribly, spent a lot of money on it, but that was meant to happen, you know, I've come to the realization of everything that's, that's, that has happened in my life was meant to happen because it's all a part of my call, it's all a part of my purpose, um, and you know, I got a lot of backlash from that, but at that time, I was very, man, I was more bitter than, <laughs> than, you know, like, I still got some anger now, but I've been processing through it, but then before, like, I wasn't in God, I hadn't had an encounter with God. And it was all type of cussing, Like, I was basically my lowest self, right? And, you know, I got a lot of stuff back from that. But this time around, the things that were going through my mind, I, you know, God saved my life, brought me out of what everything he brought me out of, put me in college, made it to Columbia College, right? Um, And I started, like, well, I had already started, like, rewriting because the Lord told me to go back, unpublish it, I need you to write it off because I want you to represent this to the world in a different way, not knowing that the title was going to change, not knowing that the majority of the contact was going to change because I started to go through this deep healing, right? Yeah. And I was able to start to be more clear, right? Like, not cussing, because I don't cuss at all no more. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe sometimes catch me saying the word hell, if that's like the worst <laughs> word, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Word, you know, stuff like that, but I don't go around like, you know I'm saying, all those deeply um, messed up cuss words, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, because I have such a you know, um, wide vocabulary now, right, because I, re- I read, I study a lot. Right. Um, and I feel a lot. But I thought about, like, not telling my sibling school stories,
3: mm. you know,
2: and then my biological father, but then I thought about, you know, now when I started to heal, like, a lot of people, they, they wasn't thinking about when they were hurting me. But then again, too, we gotta we got to think about this, too. I thought about, too, like, you know, even though I'm telling my story, I'm sure I've been a villain, and I, I have been a villain in other people's lives when I was on here, right? of mm. people have been a villain. Every villain was once a victim, just like a, every victim was once a villain. You know what I'm saying? A lot right. of people don't want to say that. It is true. But those were some of the things that was going through my mind, and then other things that was going through my mind is like, you know, really facing these different moments and giving myself time to really process those moments as I still kind of am which I have yeah. to do it again, but as I still, I still count it up because what it is, is like, I literally, even though, like, we talked about, like, my whole story is not in this book, like, yeah. the second book to this book, and all my poetry that's getting ready to come out, is deep, it's so much deeper, so, like, I can, really can see them, like, yeah. my mind is not sick anymore, like, my, un- my unconscious mind has literally been reviewed, like, I see, like, I wasn't able to, like, develop the characters the way I wanted to, but it was meant for it to happen the way it was supposed to happen. But now I can literally remember my father fully. I can remember my mother fully. I can remember mm. my brother, my sister. Like, I re- I'm starting to remember so many things that I did not want to remember, right, that I didn't mm. want to say. And we talked about that. Like, I can't put it in this book, but the second book to this is dealing with the full identity and getting to the root of things. So that's where everything needs to go into. So it's like... I had all, I had, those were the emotions I had as well as like, well, maybe I shouldn't publish it in, or what about my biological father in, or what about, you know, my biological family, but then again, no, God say, um, I, I'm using the foolish things to confound the wise, right, mm. and I'm also, you know, I'm making a table, I'm making a table in the presence of your enemy, enemy, right, so all my life, people call me, oh, they're well, they crazy, girl, you know, she's crazy, and mm. like you God said, you're not crazy, you're called. I remember I had a prophet tell me that, and I'm like, man, so everything that people, I would just be saying things, to people like, oh, this is and I'll take it, like my name, just so real. Yeah. I, I, like I just started, when I started, when I was hurting so bad, I just started telling the truth, and even in my pain, I started telling the truth, even though it, it was one to be the two, but they're like, man, you just so real. And I'm wow. like, my name just so real, it's right? Like so, so real. Like, just
3: so real. <laughs> it's but, it.
2: Yeah, because I I didn't care, like, I'm being honest with you, like, because I was deeply wounded, and if I didn't get it out some way, it had to come out. So, back to, like, the book, like, to sum it up, those were just some of the things that were just, like, I was thinking about, and then I thought about, too, because I started looking at at it from a different perspective, from, like, the readers versus mine, like, this is going to help people. I'm not thinking about how much money I'm going to make off of it. Like, I really want to see people start to come into their identity and, So those are just a few things that was going through my mind, the healing and thinking about my family and my siblings, and then not wanting to tell, like, fully all the death story. Even though that's still a part of my story. If it happened in front of me, that's part of my story, too. And my father, and then my biological mother processing that. And, you know, just so many different things, right? Um, But those are just a few things that I thought about um, while finishing the development of this book.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a powerful book. And... You know, and I, when I look at the story, and of course, the ending isn't the end of of your life because you're continuing. I think about Maya Angelou, and I think she might have written maybe like eight books, and all of them were autobiographical. Her first yep. one, starting out when she was you know, four years old, and her yep. parents split up and sent her and her brother down south, and just you know all the and, and you know the the sexual assault and all of that.
3: Yep. So
0: her whole life was in a series of books, and so. I can see that you know, you're probably will end up that same kind exactly. of series where each one is a is the next step that you're going through in life and each one people can learn something from. Yeah.
2: Definitely Yeah it's a lot. They got like that's what my teacher in school was telling me, listen, you need to hear from this books because you have so many more books that you have to write. You have so yeah. much like I produce I produced so much writing when I was in school that yeah. Yeah, stuff that I didn't even finish. Like I, I produce short stories and mm. just all different type of things. So it's like even my poetry book, like that's pretty much ready. Like
3: yeah.
2: it's just a whole collection of poetry um, that I've th- that I've done. And, and these things, these, this book is based off my life as well. Um, imagine that's not even the beginning for the poetry. once that poetry comes out, I'm coming. I'm just only doing all my poetry in singles and EPs and albums. Like, I won't even be doing them on course books because it's, like, I'll just, you know, just be, because it's like therapy when you get in the um, studio as well, right? Yes. Like, sometimes we me to yes. transition. But it's a lot,
0: you know? Yeah. It's a lot, yeah. Well, that's one of the good things about now the way the whole communications business has evolved. People like to hear books and see books. I mean, so there's so yes. much to to create in terms of a way to get the message out. You know, you can read it. You've got the book you can read, it, and then you can listen to it. You can listen to, you know, spoken words. You can listen to expressions of it. You can see videos and all of those things. Yeah. So there's a lot of ways of, of getting the message out. Yeah.
3: Listen.
0: Yeah. 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 I have I ideas. You know, I'm
2: not a to write skits. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm yeah. not a to play. So I'm thinking about, How, even though I'm coming out with my first, and I'm announcing it right here, I haven't really announced it, but, you know, my single will have a professional um, produced, you
3: know,
2: a music video that will be coming out in September um, or whatever, but after that, I just have all these ideas to connect with, like, just, like, creating different skits to go with my music videos, right? And to, like, to, you know what I'm saying, like, to use my gift or whatever. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited and I'm ready to just create, because I've written, I'm still going to be writing, but I want to start to do, like I said, when I come out with my poetry book, like, I want my spoken word to, like, transition and grow, which is, like, what artist development, and just, like, fully be, like, my poetry to just be full on getting in the studio because, like, when I got in the studio, like, it was so much therapy. Oh,
3: yeah. Like,
2: you get what I'm saying? Like, so much therapy. So the Lord was just telling me, okay, I want you to do this one poetry book so, like, was going to have your poetry book right But after that I just want you to create, Just go and do your EP Of course I'm going to come out with a couple of singles That's based off that book yeah. And then um everything else would Just be e, e, like an EP Albums you know what I'm saying Singles and just like me full on um, Being able to really express myself You know
3: what, yeah. what I'm
2: saying Because um, these pieces that I'll be coming out with With the spoken word like they're so deep and dope this, I have to make sure that I really create the right way so that they can have gifts to it because these are based off my life, right? Yeah. And I want people to really get it.
3: Yeah.
2: I don't want them to just, like, hear, oh, this is dope. No, I want them to literally get it, feel it, and heal, heal, yeah. right? I want people to start coming forth, like, even if some of them may never want to tell their story, book, I still want them to be able to write, even journal, and start to tell their story. In, even if this is in secret, but they still can write it out and get it out. And even if they can do it in a different way, they may go out and do, what do you call it, stop yeah. the violence things. I want yeah. them to walk into their purpose. Right. Like what you've gone through, unfortunately, it was all, like, how can I say it's all part of God's plan? Because if you are born in this world, like.
0: You came not here not for a purpose.
2: No trauma. Right, right. you're the generational curse, how else are you going to come
0: and be the generational You're going to have to
2: go through everything that your parents went
0: through
2: in order to become a – because this world is messed up, it's toxic, it's, yes. it's godless, right? So right. So you're going to have to go through all of that so you can be the generational curse breaker. So that's it. I must – yeah, I have to go through it all. The you know generational so,
0: curse breaker. That's, right. that's what we are. And
3: yes.
2: there
0: are so many people who they wonder, why me? Why am I going through this? Why, my, why is my family so dysfunctional? That's what I thought to, about,
2: too. Yeah. Why me? That kept coming up. Like, when I was writing my books, I went through a lot of different emotions. Like, one minute I'll be laughing, and then yeah. the next minute
3: I'll
2: be crying, yeah. and the next minute I'll be like, but why me? Like, I went through all these different emotions, even as I was coming into my identity. Now, I don't ask that because I know my identity, but I realize I forgive, but then parts of me, there's still I'm still it's, it's still coming out of me because pain, yes. I never had the chance to process and get the emotions out. You cannot miss the stage of grieving, like many getting it up out of you. You're I have to feel I have to feel the anger.
0: Right? That that's an issue I think. People are a lot of times under the misconception that, well, if you're spiritual then you should forgive and you shouldn't be angry. But I, part of the healing, which I think a lot of people don't understand is to feel the anger to acknowledge the anger there are people that are walking around now that have have been badly treated and made to feel guilty because they're angry at their abuser they're angry at the person who abandoned them they're angry at the person that mistreated them and if they and and unfortunately sometimes the message they get from religious leaders is that. They're not supposed to feel these things, and that's
2: and well, evil. you know,
0: Jesus forgave. Yeah, that's understandable. But
2: Jesus was angry too. Yeah, he was angry. He,
0: was he, <laughs> he did have a he had some moments of anger. So yes. anger anger is it's part what of. You do with the anger. Yes. yes. So it's you don't what go you do with nobody
2: or go slap Right. Somebody. Like the Bible says, be angry but sin not. Meaning it is. I do get angry and I try to snap on people, but I don't go out smacking people. I don't go out <laughs> like I used to want to do. I used to do stuff like that off the street. Versus people used to do it to me too. But like I love the Lord and I got the Holy Spirit, but I don't. I have to process through these things, so I'm not going around smacking people. I'm not going around punching people. Um, I, I, I haven't even flipped up over the table, but I wanted to. The Lord would I'm just saying because well, even the G Jesus flipped over. He had a he had a valid point because the people that were supposed to be godly people were doing evil things in yeah. the father's house. So yeah.
3: you know, but, <laughs> flip over crazy,
2: but yeah. the thing is it's like there's no condemnation to those who are Christ Jesus. So I had to process this um anger and that's why I had kinda of, I just recently got everybody working because I'm trying to process this stuff. What how yeah. am I processing the rest of this? First I have to like acknowledge, right? And I and so, um the, how the Lord has helped me with like knowing how to forgive is first of all I have to get insight. I have to yeah. get understanding. Yeah. And then I can begin to grieve and let it go. And so I'm in a place where, like, I honestly see my parents in a different light. Like, wow. Like, fully.
1: through
2: Yeah. So like, y'all telling me y'all went through everything I went through, and y'all didn't stand a chance. So i got to forgive y'all because y'all was little kids, and needed help and went to the molestation and went through the ra- – right and though both – like, they both end up with narcissists and this, these different disorders and stuff, mm-hmm. they didn't have a chance to even beat it. You get know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, well, they weren't around the right people either. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is now I understand that my parents – though I'm still going to agree with the fact, like, dang, my parents, like, they really didn't love me or they didn't do – you know what I'm saying? Some mm-hmm. up-and-down feelings yeah. that's a part of the process. But it's finally coming to that place of acceptance so that I can let it go, right? And yeah. that's only through insight and understanding, which this has been a journey, not just with this one, but mind you, with my spoken word, because I have yeah. so many different, you were just reading them, so yeah. many different pieces that's coming up out of me, and that's my that's my creative process. So I fully understand, but I also have to go through that, like, It's the little girl that's angry, the one who didn't have a mother, the one who didn't have a father, the one who couldn't understand, like, why would he do that to me even when these things came back to my remembrance. So so now I understand, but I still got to let that process. And then I got to, here's the thing. I got to let my soul take a bath and release the hurt, the pain. That's what keeps people angry. You don't know how to release it from your soul. Guess what? Most people don't want to cry. Most men. Don't
0: cry. Until so they hold the pain. That's how
2: you let it go. Yeah. That's how you let your soul take a bath. That's how you process and get soul that anger, get that, get that root of bitterness out of you. Absolutely. And so
3: that's, that's been, that's,
2: so I want to add that to I'm not crazy I'm caught. That's been a process for that book too, like, I, I'm not, uh-uh, he, well, he did what? you telling me to come back to me right now, like, he did what? Imagine, mm. everything is in, the, in that book. Ah. But everything still came back to me so that yeah. I can see and see clearly.
3: Yeah. So yeah. the other
2: book, the rest of the poetry can get done, and the other book mm. is
0: finished, yeah. right? So, yeah. So writing is is therapeutic. And so much healing. It's so much healing. And like you say, you might not put everything in the book, but the process of writing the book helps to recall everything mm-hmm. that's maybe been buried inside of you that's causing so much pain. When any time somebody finds themselves turning to alcohol, drugs, or just you know, sex, sex just as a way to generate a good feeling and, and mask the pain, oh, yeah. it means there's pain there that that you're trying to hide from, or
3: yeah.
0: or, or or you know, self-medicate, and yeah. so that means you gotta face it and. Feel it and go through the grieving process, the crying. I, I like the term, you know, wash your soul, because that's really what Let tears your soul do. Take a bath. Let your soul take a bath. That's got what the tears out. are for. Take a ride, right. You got to soak in a bath. You yeah. soak. Let your soul take a bath. And unfortunately, too many of our brothers, too many men, are thinking that uh, they got to suck it up and not cry. Be a man. Don't cry. And that's and how come end up exploding in violence. Well,
2: he was a real man. man real, men cried. real men cry. Real men cry. Real men, like real real men cry. Men yeah. That's a like t-shirt.
0: Emotion. Yeah. That's a bumper sticker and a t-shirt. Real men cry. Real men <laughs> yes. cry. Let those
2: songs a bath. Yeah. That's another reason, too, you got to make sure you marry the right woman. Because if you marry a woman. Who, oh you ain't supposed to cry you a man what
0: girl you' toxic yeah you gotta you if you if you don't cry around anybody else you got to be able to cry around the woman who's gonna be your wife and yes. and will allow you to be yourself allow you to express all your feelings
3: yeah.
2: and not
0: worry about being judged or, or ridiculed yeah because you're human.
2: You're actually not a man if you got if you got all that bottle of anger and you walk and you around can't angry and express it. And that's what makes you not a man. Right,
3: right. It's actually
2: the opposite way around. You when know, you do cry and you do express yourself and you do, like, right. let everything out of you so that you can be healed and you can be healthy and know how to love versus being a woman. Like' yeah. be honest with you I'm still like I'm very feminine, but then that's part who that's not because I'm aggressive, you know yeah. that's masculine I've always like I've had to defend myself all my life like I've never had protection from a man, so let's be honest, like that's masculine aggressiveness and not knowing how to be soft so i'm but but that comes from like a lot of trauma and I'm tired of yeah. being aggressive, I'm tired of not being soft i'm ti like I'm tired of not knowing how to receive. Like, I'm trying to learn yeah. how to rest and know how to breathe.
3: Jeez. Yeah. I always
2: walk around angry. Because I got to walk outside, you know what I'm saying? Not now, not cool, but sometimes, you know, men, they get to. Yeah. Get to, the feminine men get to what? Get, yeah. Get to, that's what talking, they yeah. Talking out their neck, aggressive,
3: mm. that's
2: feminine <laughs> They're like, going to knock me out. And I got to be like, what's up?
0: Yeah.
2: And they be like, they calm down, like, man, ooh, she's nasty. Like, nah, you just did, just get ready to knock so it's like I'm tired of Yeah, like, you don't
0: wanna to have to, to to get ready to for
2: you. box or <laughs> you gotta be a man. You gotta to like yeah. know
0: Well, that's something that I think if men can understand for the, for all the men to say, Well, what's wrong with these women? They act like they more men than a man. Well, if a woman had to grow without the protection of a father or grow up with a father that was in any way abusive and not protecting her then that's what she had to become to protect herself. So many women did not have the experience of being protected by a man they growing up. Their
2: cousins, they dad, they was not protected. Yes.
0: At so, all. so that's that's why we manifest all this aggression because there was no protection. And sometimes the people that should have been protecting us were the ones that attacked us, the ones that assaulted us, the ones that abused us. So how can you develop trust if you've got to have your guards up all the time? You can't. That's what a lot of us as women have to heal from. And men who are wanting this nice, soft, feminine woman, and they're upset because every time there's an argument, she's ready to knock him out. Well, that's why. That's, well, be safe then. That's what, what happens. What you do? Be safe then. Like, but <laughs> yeah.
2: before I even get married, of course, God is getting the rest of this out of me because I'm in a place now where, like, I found healthy communities yeah. where I can, like, finally, okay, I can let my guards down. They're not going to hurt me. They're not going to. Because all my life I had to fight. All my life I've had all to fight. My all my life, had my life had I've never fight. been in a lot of these toxic churches that ain't from God. Mm. You know what
3: I saying?
2: Some of them are. It's just huge. People be so ready to get in leadership when God wants to heal us. Yeah. We all need God. That's yeah. what we need God. It's we do. okay. But heal before you get in leadership. I'm healing. Wait, become whole, not just heal. Become complete and whole and come into your identity in God. Yeah. And then we can know how to love, be patient, like show love, gentleness and have a calm spirit and we gotta we sometimes we don't make each other feel safe. Right? That's why God to be honest with you, soon God is getting me up out of this apartment because like He put me here. I have healed a lot. The Lord said, I got to get you up out of here so you can go to another place. Let's be honest. A lot of middle-class neighborhoods. let's be honest, Mm -hmm. they are not as toxic as the hood. That's true. They're more people. They're more calm. There's more healthy foods. You can, though they're probably like, you know, they're toxic in their own way. What do I mean when I say that? They may be racist a little bit, what? Or they may be nosy neighbors or something like that, whatever. But there's more, there's less. Toxic behavior.
0: Right. Poverty creates a certain. That's true. I mean, poverty creates a certain kinds of distress because people are always feeling like they're not enough. They, they don't know they don't have enough. They can't trust people to share. Uh, they're going to be looked down on. They got all these issues that come up with the feeling of there not being enough and them not having opportunities. That the belief in that and the belief that other people will not share, and will look down on them, makes them believe they have to take from people, it makes them believe they have to be dishonest. So there, there, there is a higher level of toxicity in yes. neighborhoods where people are, are financially struggling. And it's yes. unfortunate because we can, we can solve that if we just would share. Then nobody would feel like they're impoverished.
2: But people, and some people, too, got to deal with the mindset to want to do better yeah. I have to, start to heal. Like, remember I told you, like, yeah. I would have never imagined I would be where I'm at right now. Like, I had mm. to start to heal. And then that's when God, when God sent someone that I knew was sent from God, I surrendered my life over to him. That's when my life starts to change trem- tremendously. So yeah. it's really coming into your real identity as a child of God. Because when you are a child of God, you don't have to want for anything. God will take care of you. Like, that's real talk. That's like, real. I got saved... Like, even though some of the church I went in, they, they still was healing and stuff. They're still healing, so I got to forgive. I do got to forgive. I got to let that go because God want to make sure they make it to heaven. But, like, a lot of people I met that was good, they would just be giving me money, make sure I'm good, mm. like, doing stuff for me. I can not be honest, a lot of good came out of it, even though we do turn around and wound each other when we're not fully whole, and that's my issue. Mm. If you are in leadership, please make sure you're whole. That's yeah. why I'm making I don't want, I'm tired of wanting to ruin the people. I'm tired of hurting people that I love. That's yeah. why I have to be, just get away from everybody right now, because you can't, why are you getting mad at me if I'm over here, I got this in me, and you constantly, well, what's wrong with you? Why you just can't be this type of way? Well, I can't be that type of way until so I actually go through the process and get everything out of me, then I can become that. Yeah. So if you ain't got the anointing to help me, just back
0: up. That That's back it. Up. That's it, because not everybody can help. That's
2: like me being called to If I'm not really called to the youth, why am I still trying to get trying to help them? But I'm talking yeah. about them and I'm not getting that insight and
0: understanding right. to so try to help them to heal. And that's, and that's a comes. big issue with a lot of a lot of churches. Not everybody knows how to address young people. We gotta take a quick break, but when we come back and if you're on our switchboard now, press one so we can open your mic, we are talking to Jess So Real. <laughs> the spoken word artist is coming out with the new book, I'm not crazy, I'm called. And a whole lot of us who have spiritual gifts, insight, and awareness. Maybe all our lives we've been called crazy, but that's really not it. We called for a special mission. So we'll be right back after this quick break. We want you all to stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in a moment, so stay with us. Have you ever dreamed of going to exotic places, meeting fascinating people, enjoying uplifting music, and spending nights in a luxurious (laughs) hotel? Do you look forward to a relaxing vacation where you can walk along the beach or sit in a quiet park and enjoy the sunset or sunrise? Whether you're flying around the world or driving across the country, Naima Latif sitting in for Viada who is down in Cuba. Yes. So she is enjoying that Cuban air and culture and everything. And of course, we might get a chance. She might be able to call in during the show. And of course, on Sundays we talk about soul purpose healing. And that's S-O-U-L, healing the soul. So today we are talking to spoken word artist just so real. And she is set to launch her book, I'm Not Crazy, I'm Called. So we are so excited because we want you all to get ready for a book that can transform your life or the life of someone you know. Because this is a story, it's just so real. <laughs> and so many of us are struggling with painful childhood memories that we don't know how to process we don't know how to get over we don't know how to forgive the people who hurt us who may have been the ones who raised us or who were around the ones who raised us so here on the screen we're live on the female solution facebook and youtube channel i'm going to see if we can share it with our soul purpose healing facebook page as well but we has the book uh, "I'm Not Crazy, I'm Called" and and uh, T-shirts "I'm Not Crazy, I'm Called." Yes, if you feel like you are, you may want to wear that. Go to real dot com. That's J E S S S O R E A L dot com, and place your order. You know, I, I think about um, so many people that that I know. That are in pain because maybe when they went to a a pastor and maybe they had a life where they made mistakes or made decisions that were not in their best interest, but they didn't know it at the time um they may have sold drugs, done drugs uh, done time behind bars and all of that. And there's there's a shame factor that often gets thrown at us when we go to a house of worship and people kind of give you that look like, oh, you know, you're one of them. And that's so painful because that's not the spirit of God. You know, God understands what we went through and knowing that what we went through was really preparing us for the reason why we came to earth in the first place, the mission that we have. And as you said... You know, we have to be the generation that heals the generational trauma. So we go through all of those things. But what would you say to, I guess, some of the old school church women? Because some of some some of some of us can be pretty harsh in the things we say, and the hurt that we give, and our and our good intentions. You know, believing we're preaching and whatever. But you know. A sister comes to your to your church, and maybe her shirt her skirt is real short. Maybe she's showing a bunch of cleavage, and maybe she got on a you know heavy makeup and heels and all the things, looking like maybe she's looking like she been selling her body, and maybe she might have been. But maybe God drove her, you know, touched her heart and made her want to hear a word, and she comes to yeah. the door.
2: Maybe she came to the end of herself. Look, I did a video just recently. And I'm telling you, like, those are religious spirits. You know, what I realized, I just had to address it on my uh, Instagram, like, a lot of these people, these pastors and uh, people, they was prostitutes. They was they was adulterous. They, they was had a past, yeah. Like, they, people forget that, who they were before they got saved. You get what I'm saying? So those are, like, self-righteous spirits. And I always, and I always talk about this when you mm-hmm. read the Bible, you will see the Pharisees. Jesus, mm-hmm. like, Rebuke the Pharisees. The Pharisees were yeah. the people who were in the church who had yep. a form of godliness, but denied the power thereof that was not changed internally yeah. that stopped people that were sick from coming inside the church to get healing. Yeah. So those are, like, when you study the Bible, you don't know that that's not even God. So it's like, you see this dress I got on? Like, mm-hmm. I don't even wear just myself all the time. Like, you know how, like, I love to be modest but I also love to be creative, like, and yeah. I love to dress sophisticated. And I was almost letting my creative side go, what do I mean? Like, I don't dress mistress anymore because I've been changed. But yeah. if I see a young lady that dressed like that or someone else uh, dressed like that, like, I remember that they used to be me.
3: That's yeah. not me
2: now because I have came into my identity and I know, like, to respect myself. And I don't want a man just looking at me as a piece. Tells you to all those, and this is why people got to really know the word of God.
0: men are paying you attention and then that and then you feel beautiful oh you know i'm stopping traffic i'm walking down through this oh, little this little problem. holes to chop on these these hot pants on i'm stopping traffic oh I, they think i'm fine no that you're sexually arousing them but that doesn't mean they're valuing you but no, they,
2: they don't, it don't mean they're buying you at all at all
0: they see you as a piece of meat. right but if we if you've gone through a low self-esteem phase you might go through that phase of being an exhibitionist showing everything and believing that that is legitimate admiration from the opposite sex, you know.
2: And then we wonder why we can't get them to respect us. We wonder, we giving given our body up. because we
0: don't
2: know. Is, I have to explain somebody. I, you know, I'm going to have a book coming out about that too.
3: You mm-hmm.
2: know, me and I, buy, like, like, no matter how much we want to, oh, he didn't just dog. Okay, listen, sweetheart, I, I have to come to the realization. God has to listen. Men and I biological different for women. Period.
3: Yeah, a Most different. of the
2: time, that 98 point wait, I'm gonna say 97.7 percent whatever. Most men, when you leave with your body and you give them sex, they are not gonna respect you. I don't care how good the sex is. I don't care. How much you <laughs>
3: them.
2: I don't care how much you come. I'm, we gonna get real, right? Come for them. They gonna be having a good time but that does not mean they're going to marry you. Yeah. they I been mean, it took them your time for seven, eight years have all them kids, and, baby, as soon as they soulmate, the true soulmate come along, it's the woman that's going to tell them, no, like, I don't do all that, and they're going to be like, what is this? This is something different.
3: Yeah. Because, men,
2: what happens in their brain, you do something to them, for ha- ha- you know, from falling in love. You do something to them to have to, like, actually – Work and actually get them to be a man. So if biologically in them, yeah. it's actually our fault that we don't know that giving him sex, especially super early life, so if you just his brain is something on his brain where ain't no way, like he just did something to his brain, so it's like he
0: ain't gonna see you as nothing else. But like yeah, you're um, you're an experience that, that he wants. Yeah. To have. So yeah, they they like the experience of the that they like the sexual experience. So that's what you become.
3: It's a, a convenient to them.
0: sexual experience. It's a pleasure to them. That's it. Yeah, but you know, do they do they know you? And I, I have talked to so many men who have been divorced, and and I would say, well, you know, what happened? Well, what kind of things did you all talk about when you were dating? And they would say, well, we didn't really talk. I'm like, oh, well, that's See? the problem. You didn't really know her. They you were saw, off she, Well, why did you marry her? Well, she was fine. Okay, but they
2: were driven out of lust. Because after a while, listen, if it ain't no real connection, see, after a while, once lust get done, after some years, it's like... And then you get bored. ...what's deeper than the physical. Here's the thing, too. If God ain't draw y'all together, it ain't never going to work out. Yeah, it's a soul Because God draws together ain't going to be really... Broad. It ain't going to be break though. So when it's a connection... No, I'm not talking about a bond and attachment. Attachment and bond is different from spiritual connection.
0: That's true, and a lot of people have never experienced a spiritual connection, so they don't know what that feels like. They don't know what it feels like to be committed on a soul level where you're saying, your soul is on a journey, I will accompany you on that journey no matter where That's it takes you until, time it, time until, time it, time until it ends. That's it. A lot of people are
2: not in alignment either. They're not fulfilling yeah. their purpose. They're not even in alignment so that they can meet their soul. Right, die right. The soul for them. So if you ain't right. in alignment and you over here doing I'm going to do my own will. I'm going to go build whatever I want to build. And God ain't told you to do that.
3: But if you were in alignment,
2: you would have met. You. I'm just, this is how God has been doing it. Yeah. If you were in alignment doing God's will, you would have to meet you. Because it's about purpose. Yeah. So soulmate is for purpose first. Sex and all the other good stuff come with it. Right. But it's first to come first purpose. God's will.
1: What is so your some purpose? Some people ain't
2: never going to meet their soulmate because they doing their will. So they end up with something else, confidence and stuff like that.
0: Well, you know, the the unfortunate thing is if you never see what it looks like and too many of us grew up in families where that was not demonstrated. We didn't see the mother and father as soulmates working toward a purpose. A lot of times we saw angry mothers and fathers that were split up that didn't like each other and and didn't define their own purpose, so we didn't even know you're supposed to have a purpose. And then and that just created the whole dysfunction dysfunction. So if you never saw function, you then that what do you know what it looks like? If the only thing you see yeah. is dysfunction, that's the only thing you can reproduce. So somewhere you gotta learn what it looks like in order to create it. You gotta speak
2: it
3: out, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and you know, it's
2: where you but let's be honest, like God says that the Bible says that he don't want like nobody to perish, so he's gonna knock, he's gonna on, everybody gets a chance.
0: Everybody and gets some
2: you, kind of chance. If you receive it, because here's the thing. When I was out there, there was many people who crossed my path that, tri- like, I'm I like, there's something in spirit. But I just, you know, it wasn't time. And so that last time I came to the end of that first self, right, mm-hmm. So it's like some people would have that crossed their path and they missed it. And here's the thing, too. A lot of people, especially men, too, um, and women, they have their soul, they cross their path, and they reject them.
0: Yeah, because they're like, not ready. They want
2: the toxic one. But yeah. They want the one that's – or you – know,
0: the Because that, they're still that. toxic, and so exactly. you're going to draw to you what you are, even though your soulmate, once you find your purpose, is there, but you're not ready for them because you're still toxic, so you're exactly. still going to stay with who's toxic.
2: Exactly. And that doesn't mean that your soulmate has to come from the same place as you, right? It doesn't mean right. that they have already went and they've healed and they've done the work. And they may have a few things that they're working on, but they are more – you know what I'm saying? They've come – fully into who they
0: were, they're were,
2: they supposed to be. And it's like a lot of people, they will miss out on
0: that, right? Um, yeah. So, yeah, like. Well, I think also one of the challenges that we have is that when you do come to an understanding and an enlightenment and Try to reach somebody sometimes there's a resentment like, Oh, you think you're better than me, and that kind of Ooh. thing, and that's that's not it I
3: so, so how
0: how do you help a person not get resentful when and they might have seen you go through a transformation they might have Ooh. known you from before, and then they 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 see you're a whole new so person, much. yeah, so how do you handle that from people that you want to inspire them, but instead they end up feeling resentful because they're perceiving you as you know oh now you think you're I think better they're not yeah I yeah
2: you know i'm gonna say this a lot of people who do that it's, at, it's actually no you know i don't think i'm better you just don't have the power within you to become better so you're jealous of me mm. so you're projecting what you your emotions on me that you don't want to do for yourself right mm-hmm. so it's jealousy and you know um i go through this all the time i've gone through with family members i've gone through it with like the other day, people always want to be like, oh, nobody's perfect. Okay, are you going to constantly use, I'm not perfect, or are you going to go get out the drugs?
0: Right, yeah, that becomes an excuse. You,
2: it's like, why are you, because I'm cause I'm speaking all this good information, so basically you're rejecting it. So you basically saying, I don't want to change, nobody's perfect. Like, people always use those two words, yeah. don't judge me, and I'm not perfect. You're using that as a, because I used to do that all the time when I was in the yeah. street. Oh, n- n- don't judge me. No, but the reality was I didn't want to be told what to do. I wanted to keep the same behavior. I wanted to be toxic. Yeah. I wanted to fornicate. I wanted to sleep with I wanted to smoke weed. I wanted to drink. I wanted to pop pills. I wanted to club. I didn't want to be told what to do. Let's really say what it really is, right? So, right. okay, you know what? I- I'm not going to cast my pearls along. I'm not going to cast. My purse are on swine. I'm not gonna give what's sacred to dogs then. But mm-hmm. I will tell you that why would I continue to cast my purse of swine and give what's sacred to dogs? What do I with mean The people who have those type of spirits, you don't. You want to constantly bark at me. You want to swine. You want to constantly <laughs> lay around with everything. You don't want to change. So why would I continue? Why would I give something to you? You don't want help. So you to have to keep going over there, saying you're not perfect, or keep saying just because you're gonna ten years from now, you're gonna keep saying the same thing. So I'm gonna go somewhere else. Somebody who really want to receive this. So that means you got pride,
3: because you really do
2: want help. You see something that you see me change. I go through that a lot in this building. I go through that a lot with my family. So you know what I do? I get. I just. It's like the Like even Jesus, when He's up His disciples, He says this: If people don't receive you, shake the dust off your feet. Keep on stepping. Yep. I can't. I gotta go through correction. I, I was just at church weeping. The Spirit of God was moving and like it was a lot of things that was being said. Guess yeah. what was being said? You gotta change. Mm. You gotta get rid of those sins out your life. You gotta get that bitterness and that anger out of you. Listen to the yeah. Spirit So it's like either you're gonna be corrected or either you're gonna continue to say, oh, don't judge me. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Listen, the Bible tells you that, that, that God wants to perfect us daily. So it's either you, yeah. you, you, you come get corrected and we help each other out. And you transform, or you are gonna keep screaming. Oh, don't judge me. Nobody's perfect, and you are gonna continue to do the same thing over and over again. So really, it's an inward, um, it's an inward jealousy that's being pushed on me because you see that I've healed, that I've changed, and God is sending to help you. But yet you want to put up those walls yeah. because number one, you don't want to change. You see something, it's like you see it, but you don't want to put it in the work to change, and you just yeah, you 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 got pride with jealousy as well. So that's what that is. It's just an inward, um, outward manifestation of you said, I think I'm perfect. And I always say this to people. It trips people out. I'm like, listen, I'm not perfect. I mean, I'm, I know th- I, I always say this. I said, I'm not um, I'm not better than you, but mm. I chose to make better choices than you. Ah, and it's yeah. like, yeah, I'm yeah. not because the Bible says that uh, he, he sh- God shows no favoritism. So if you surrender to God, He'll snatch you up to. into this. I'm not God's favorite. So I just chose to answer the call. Mm.
3: So
2: if you choose to answer the call for the same amount of time I've got. That God kept running after me, He's running after you too. Mm. He just sent me here in front of you to tell you. Yeah. So it's like I tell people all the time, and it shocks them. They just look like I said, you know, you think I'm better because you see that I'm cleaned up. You see mm-hmm. that I've changed my life, and you're jealous. You you want that, but you don't want to put in the work to get that. I man you don't want to surrender your life over to Christ to get that. So I always tell them, you know, I'm not better than you. I choose to make better choices. Mm. Does that mean it was easier for me? No, it was hell. But I I, 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 I I, couldn't say the same. So it's like, yeah, people be jealous, you know, and I, I go through that all the time. I've gone through that with family members when I was starting to preach the gospel because, listen, the gospel is offensive. It's offensive if somebody's telling you to come change your ways, to stop sinning, stop sleeping around, stop sleeping with that, that, dude, uh, that dude's wife. Don't be mm. Why are you covering your neighbor's stuff? Why do you want something that don't belong to you? Mm. Why are you Why are you sleeping around with all these men? Stop fornicating, right? Mm. Stop lying. Stop stealing. Go work and get a job. This is what's about correcting <laughs> us.
0: It's what's correcting you. Yeah. When you got a of mind and you disobedient to God, mm. and you don't want to put you in the work to change. So That's do you Do you think maybe people are resistant to change, or are they? Are they feeling like they can't do it? Are they feeling maybe unworthy that God would help them? You know, no, I mean, what what people people resist to even pray for help, or they just haven't reached the bottom yet to give them an incentive? No, no, the bottom
2: is at the bottom. They don't
0: want
2: to change. Because mm. here's the thing, I was I had all types of issues. It was hard. But you didn't know when I finally surrendered my life over to God. Can I be honest with you? And I decided mm-hmm. to make that change. That's when people just start coming out of nowhere. I didn't even know I'm starting to come help me. Wow! Like, when you make up your mind to you want to change, God will send people to help you.
0: When you're ready to you get the help, yeah.
2: And you you were like, "What did you come from?" Like, and, and you won't have to give nothing back. I'm talking about when I moved into my apartment, I had a program pay for me move my apartment, bought me a brand new bed. Wow! Like, I had, I had so much stuff. Like, I had to throw away a lot of this stuff after a while. Like, I had, I was wow. taken care of, put me in college. All my college was paid for the first time around. Like, I was getting scholarships. Like, wow. I was out of scholarships for a couple of years. was wow. so like, when you want to change and you make up your mind to answer the call to God, God.
0: God will help you.
2: Like, the Lord will take care of you. Yes.
0: Yeah, so you got to like, believe it. Yeah.
2: I came out of homelessness. So, that's why I'm the honest with you. Like, a lot of people that's homeless, they don't have to be homeless. Mm. They don't want to answer the call in their life because, like, but plus, homeless is, is a mindset first. You can put a person in a house, and if they don't hear from their trauma, they're going to be back homeless.
0: That I is true. I'm
2: seeing somebody that to I try to help. And I was like, dang, you did that. What
0: happened? That, that's happened, to
2: happen to yeah. He's
0: homeless in
2: his mind. Yes, that is like it. He's like, is God? So no matter like, how many hours you put him in, he's going to end up losing each apartment if so he deals with coming mind. to the strike, is he
0: God? Wow, that's that's powerful. I'm
2: correct, but I've got a lot of them. Like, it, it, you know, I have. So it's like... I go through that all the time, and it'd be like, the end thing, it's
0: going to constantly
2: happen. The more you get purified, the more you get cream, the more you, people were saying I thought I was better because I want to eat healthy. Like, so you're telling me because I want to eat healthier, and I want to heal that I think I'm better than you. Oh, no, is it you projecting your own insecurities on me because yes. you want to eat healthy, but you don't want to change your eating habits to make feel bad if I eat healthy like you? Mm. You're
0: healthy. mm. That's what so it you, is. So you're
2: projecting your own the way you feel about yourself.
0: That's what it is. You want me
2: to feel low like you? You don't that, want me to rise above. See, I don't go to that. Is. Let's be honest. I don't go to that when I go around healthy diversity of community. I only go
0: to that with my own people. And that's the thing. We have so much. I don't know self contempt. Well, we got to take another break. We got a re- remark from one of our Facebook viewers, Zelda Robinson, yeah. our Monday morning mindfulness host says. Hey. Grand rising, beautiful queen sisters, teach yes. And I believe tomorrow she's got a brother on that is coming out of the prison experience, and that's going to be a powerful show. So join us Monday morning, 7 a.m. we got a lot of healing to do. And sometimes prison can be a thing that helps you get to that point yes. of healing. Sometimes it, it because I've been there. Sometimes that is the thing that actually gets you to that next step that of being be able to hear to God's voice. Yes. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And if you're listening online and want to join this conversation, give us a call, 515-605-9325, and press 1 when you're ready to speak. You're listening to Soul Purpose Healing. And I'm Naima Latif, sitting in for Viata who is enjoying Cuba tonight. And, of course, if we get an opportunity, she may get a chance to call in and give us an update on what's happening. And, of course, if – you are watching us on Facebook and or YouTube on the female solution. Simply write in your comments, and we will gladly share them with our listening and viewing audiences and As always, we appreciate you for all you do. We're talking to spoken word artists just so real and her soon to be released book, I'm not crazy, I'm called is a book you need to have on your shelf. So we will be right back after this quick break, so stick and stay, don't stray away.
1: constantly arguing with your spouse? Are your children misbehaving and acting out? Is someone in your family abusing drugs? Have you been the victim of domestic violence? Are you grieving over the loss of a loved one? Let us help you restore serenity to your life. At Serenity Family Social Services, we understand that good mental health is a result of emotional well-being. Our goal is to assist you and your family in removing emotional distress and restoring harmony and balance to your lives. We offer individual, couples, and family counseling. I'm Howard Williams, CEO of Serenity Family Social Services. Call us today at 312-315-4820. That's 312-315-4820. live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant. Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating, so if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7am to 9am Central Standard Time to learn about self, cell care, will help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed into the swing of things? Well, don't worry you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness sessions on blog Talk radio. The Female Solution. Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit zeldaspeaks.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience Mindfulness Moments with the Mindfulness Slash Stress Relief Coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the Mindfulness Moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of Mindfulness, On Higher Learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening.
0: Solution Global Radio TV show. If you're on our switchboard now and have a question or comment for our guest, just so real, author Jessica Ingram, and her book is coming out soon, and you need to have it on your shelf. It is called I'm Not Crazy, I'm Called. And so many of us who have perhaps had some spiritual awakenings and maybe even have spiritual gifts that others don't understand have been called crazy. But we have a calling on our life, and sometimes the life we live, it might seem like it's a lot of chaos, but there really is a divine purpose. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, I've even seen a lot of people go through the transformation in prison, because that's when they had a time for their mind to get quiet and you yep. get out of the chaos yep. and really reflect. And then they might even have come into contact with somebody yep. that enlightened them, somebody who took the time to talk to them and knew how to say things in the right way. Yes. So that they didn't feel judged. So was there a person, tell us about your awakening experience. Where you went from, I guess, dark to light. You know, understanding. Oh, I have a, I have a purpose for my life. God loves me. God is calling me. What was that experience like going through that transformation?
3: Yeah, well,
2: you know, I talked about it in my book.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, it, will, it doesn't talk about after I got saved, because um, that's for the, that's saved for the next book, um, which has been a, a journey. Um, but pretty much, I talk about in the book how I struggled with, you know in ages, which I didn't know that, that I was, skeptic mm-hmm. ages, whatever you want to call it. Um. Then, you know, I talk about what, getting in the street lifestyle, fast forward, and basically going through all these different, like I was going through a lot of things in the street lifestyle, but at the same time, I started to go through these different supernatural encounters. Remember, I used to, I was going through these different encounters um, that basically led me to know that God was real. And I talk about that one moment where... Um, got out of prison, moved in with a stranger,
3: mm-hmm. all those
2: different things was happening with this with this stranger that I moved in with and then ended up basically back out there again. And um fast forward I talk about, you know, I basically came to the end of myself.
3: Mm-hmm. And I know before
2: that I was out of town busting a move with a the girl, these girls and I'm gonna call it the one but I believe I talked about in the book I believe, so not i wrong. Yes. Uh, but I talk about how I was telling her like I hear a voice calling me. I can't explain. Mm. And I believe I talk about it in the book. Um yes. And so fast forward, you know, when I all these different things was happening, and I got back here in Chicago, and I ended up from my biological father. That's a whole different story with all of that. But um, yes. ran up like left out that house, and I was basically I, I'll say that this was the first part of me coming to the end of myself, of course, because many times. Like, what I've learned with suicide is, and I'm just going to stop right here, which I will talk about it in um, from pulling my right or whatever. Yeah. But suicide is really really what it is. It's really not suicide. It's really you're coming to the end of yourself, and you want change. You want to be delivered. You want, yeah. like, you're tired of the suffering.
3: Yeah. And what a
2: lot of people don't do, they don't answer God calling them. They don't reach out to God. They just yeah. go off and kill themselves.
0: Yeah, So really it's like,
2: I want the misery to stop.
0: That's what it is. I want the misery to stop.
2: Exactly. And so what it is is God trying to get your attention. Like, listen, I'm calling you to surrender. That's what that really is. Surrender. Come to me. Surrender over your will. I'll call you to come out. So really you're coming to the end of yourself. And a lot of people choose not to answer to God.
3: Because they don't know. A lot of people
2: choose not to run inside a a church to to be led by God. Yeah. To go into the church and to surrender over to God, because a lot of people
0: don't want to live for God. Mm. A lot of people don't
2: want nothing to do with God.
0: Think about it. Now, are they do? Are they resistant because?
2: Well, they don't have to go into the church. They can just surrender where they
0: at. Yeah, and, and you know, and I think sometimes because the church has been such a rigid example for some people, because some people uh, they associate the church with harshness with rejection, with condemnation. Uh, I've known people where they can remember uh, perhaps people in the church shaming them because, you know, maybe they were born out of wedlock. Maybe their mother was kicked out of the church because she had them out of wedlock, or maybe, you know, their family was ostracized and criticized because, you know, maybe well, we they were on drugs. That's not God, but no. because that's what it's people experience,
3: Christ and Christ evil
2: like for example yeah. that, like sin does have to be corrected yeah it's like if you got a, a pastor or a leader or evangelist and they are living another lifestyle
3: mm. what example
2: are you as holiness and righteousness that's a difference but if somebody is coming into church and they want to be made right they, yeah. they feel they're feeling guilty for their sins they want to surrender that's different but if you're just walking around and you're a pastor but yet you're molesting on kids mm. that needs to be corrected or if you are a pastor and you're supposed to be you're supposed to be healthy and protecting a flock, but yet you're sweeping around with your flock. That needs to be corrected. Yeah. Like, and, and here's the thing. By all means, if you run away from the church because you know you're doing wrong, you're abusing shit, then that's just what it is. But yeah. if you are coming to the church and you're looking for help because, and if you, here's the thing. By all means, if you fall as you're trying to get a right with God, there's mm-hmm. a way to correct that in love. Listen, yeah. you can't be sweeping around and you are in leadership. Oh. You can't be getting pregnant. And then, cause what what example is that for people that's
1: trying
2: to come out of sin? Right. So there's, you know, what I'm saying, so because some people, I'm seeing people in the church, they just don't care. They ain't married. They don't care <laughs> how, what example they are for people that's trying to come out of
0: sin. They just sleep around with every time. Well, you know, like you say, when 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 the person in leadership is setting an example, yeah, that does not give others something to aspire to. There's no grace. You know, and that's the difficult thing because a lot of young people have left the church because they have seen hypocrisy or they've experienced someone in leadership. That's what you
3: saying
2: right there, hypocrisy, haven't you? Yeah. You're supposed to be living holy, and I'm trying to live holy, and I'm looking at you, so if you're doing it, then that means I can
0: do it. Not only doing it but lying about it. I mean and I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of religious institutions fall apart when someone found out that the, the, the pastor was having an affair and tried else. to cover it up or or was you know, and involved with with, with with some young woman, well, uh, you know, some teenage not. girl and, that's you know
3: not.
0: tried to cover it up or shut her up yeah. and she's or what's worse if someone speaks up who has been sexually abused, abused and then yeah. they then the church turns against them,
3: them, yeah.
0: For exposing it. So these kinds of hurtful things
3: yeah. have made
0: people say, kind of I don't want, want anything to do with God but that's not God, but that's in their mind that's what represents God. So that's what and makes they people turn away. Bible.
2: See that's is the issue with the church. Read your Bible. Do so you see happening to a lot of China church? And I'll tell mm-hmm. you, the Bible says this: This ain't God. These are false prophets. These are false teachers. These are not people sent from God. Mm. So, and now I'm at a church where it's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm at a church where there's healthy leadership that people aren't. Because the Bible tells you that's going to be false teachers, false prophets, and pastors that they ain't from God. And here's the thing too: Some people were sent by God, and they got because God has to keep. What does God have to keep doing? kept going in the church, correct me. You go correct these people over there doing this, don't tell Israel. You feel me? Because we, what do, we need the God. Direction. They keep, keep messing up. So the reality is people need to have their own, like, when you going among the saints, make sure you have your own personal relation with God. That's Read important. your word so you won't get treated. Read, Now, I told you the last year, I'm like, this ain't right. Something ain't right over y'all. I kept telling you, yeah. something ain't right. Yeah. I know my word, and it's something that's off. How was I able to discern it? Because I got a real relationship with God, and I know yeah. the Bible, what the Bible says. Just like I know the things in me that ain't God, that I'm coming today. Mm.
3: You
2: got to get that bitterness out of you because that ain't me. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not, like, you got to, yeah, you, 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 you start on the of, like, I don't want no pride to rise up things. So we got to get that anger out of you. Yeah. You got to point the thing at yourself. Yeah. So my thing is, it's like, yeah, you know, by all means, the church needs to be corrected, but guess what? It's going to wax worse. It's going to be more churches. It's going to, it, because they know people don't read their Bible, it's going to be more false prophets and more false teachers set up more churches because they know people mm. don't read their Bible. People are intentionally set, going to get ordained that's false instead of churches because they know people don't read their Bible.
0: Well, you know, I unfortunately, uh, getting a title of reverend or minister or something, for a lot of, for too many people, it, it becomes a hustle. Because oh, I can get, a, I can get a, a nonprofit organization, I can, I can set oh, up at hey, a hey. church, and then I can apply for this grant. You know, and, and I'm not judging people, but I'm observing them. I'm observing that their intention is not to help the souls of people that need healing. You know, their intention is for. A financial reasons. gain for the wrong reasons. And and, and so says, those are
2: false teachers. Are God's that God's happens. He talks about it in the Word of God, the ones who's only doing it for selfish ambition. And my past, like, they preached on that today, like, how do you know when you run across people who ain't really truly converted mm. in their mind? They're going to be, you can tell. You know, tree by the prudent
3: bears. yeah.
2: I be in my Word, like, I be in your prayer, like, Lord, and the Lord be telling you that he false. He falls, she falls. Look at her. Just because she can that. Look what she's doing. So it's kind of like that's why God is finishing the work inside of me before I go fully forth. Because if he doesn't, I'll probably be just like yeah, another person.
0: You could hurt a lot of people. I think, yeah. you know, if you observe people and observe the effect that they're having on people and observe, I mean, if there's somebody that's always critical or... It seems like everywhere they go, there ends up being conflict. That lets you know that's that's not a, a higher conscious spirit. That's not something coming from the creative spirit of the universe that's love. And this is somebody that every time they enter a gathering, somehow it ends up being a lot of conflict, you know, and anger and, and things like that. So when when a person brings love, then you can feel the difference. You can they bring it out of other people, so you know what are people bringing out of you? What are people bringing out of others? And that that um, lets that, you know, you know. Yeah, that's
2: true. And we gotta, like you say, um, you know, where I'm at now, I haven't really had conflict at all like that. Yeah. Like can, yeah. there's no discord, there's no division. I mean, I probably got angry because I'm going through finishing healing, mm-hmm. but like the most part, like like the leaders, like they're full of nothing but love and nurtured and
3: yeah.
2: like. All this week, I'll be over there, like, I didn't, I've didn't. i even been open to do, like, counseling because I, I've changed my perspective when it comes to counseling, the right type of counseling. Right. All it is is talking, and I know I can't talk to you every day. I know I can't talk to everybody else because they'd be busy. So, like, this has really been, like, working, and we're getting ready to write some letters
1: to mm. get more things
2: out of me, and God is getting ready to move. So it's just like, you're right. We got to look at ourselves. That's why I keep it real, like. I know the things that God is getting out of me, and I don't want to, like, constantly go around hurting people. But i gonna be honest with you, like, like I said, the word of God tells you that there's going to be many false prophets, and God want to have a relationship with me, know my word, know my voice, so that when false people come, you won't get tricked. And then when you get tricked, you blame me, but it ain't me. Mm-hmm. I told you from the get-go, but you don't want to read your Bible. You don't want to study. you don't, You want to just flock to everybody that's famous.
3: All the that's it. that have
2: of, uh, followers don't mean that they write with me. Yeah,
3: yeah. So that's yeah. who follows at the so end of the day.
2: To... <laughs> Look, who follows it at the end of the day? Let's be honest, though. It's the people that want to flock. Right. They don't want to have their own relationship with God. They don't, know what, they don't want to read the Bible. You, you leave it up here. You let somebody get up there and say anything, and you, say, and you think you God. Because they're a
0: celebrity, you know, a person who positions themselves as a celebrity oh, preacher. Yeah. So
2: it's like, any, especially you know, it's just like those guys me to all these places. Let me tell you, the reason why I was able to pick up all that stuff because I actually knew the voice of God, and they were trying mm. to trick me, make me think I didn't know. So it's like, yeah, people are going to get God. God's gonna get them, especially on Judgment Day. If they don't get, them, get 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 God now. But we also have to take accountability. Why won't you reading your Bible?
0: So what do you say to? So what do you say to that, that, that young person who maybe they're still in the in the midst of living that life and they know it's not doing them any good and maybe they're hanging out with people who are not trying to change, people into the, the drug, thug life, the whole bit, and they want to change but they're afraid to step into a a religious House because they're afraid they're gonna be judged for their past and maybe even their present that they're yes. living, uh, what do you say to that person to make them feel loved and accepted and accepted so that they can experience what a godly spirit is like yes. one that's loving them and, yes how yeah. how does how do you help them through that process if they know that you know they've done all the wrong things, all the yes. self harming things. You know, and they know they're not living right, but they don't really know how to take that how step. Take. They might even feel like, well, God ain't going to talk to me because I'm, I'm so dirty and I'm, I'm yeah. you know, I've done all these wrong things. I can't talk yeah. to God. I mean, how do you help them get past that stage?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the Word of God said that no man can come to the Father except he draws them. So obviously God is drawing them because they're coming to the end of stuff and they're feeling guilty for all the things that they've done. Um, you know, I'ma say this that um well number one, they're welcome to reach out to me. You can follow me on social media. Like, I've come out of all I may not look like it. See a lot of people judge me because of my look. The people who mm. be like, Oh, you think you better because mm-hmm. they see that I'm I don't look nothing like how I used to look when I was in the street lifestyle, you know. Yeah. But here's the thing. I always tell my testimony, all the time. Yeah. And I was out there I was doing all different types of things. I was very promiscuous. I said loud and quick because of the molestation and the rape and the different things I was going through. I was promiscuous. You know, I've been to everything you can think of. Drinking, smoking, partying, you know what I'm saying? Partying, everything. I've mm-hmm. lied. I've stolen. I've done all of these different things, right? The Word of God tells us that, um, you know, all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. Have sinned. Mm-hmm. There are also people that are completely whole in God. And they're operating you know, in their they're 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 godly conscious, right? They are yeah. uh, fully secured in their identity in Christ. Hmm. But they're so like I this is what I'm gonna say. Before you even go into a church of God don't lead you there, get a Bible yourself and, and get your get you a Bible and drop to your knees on your own apartment floor and start to pray to God. And I promise you, the Lord will give you an encounter because, see, let's be honest with you. When you read my book, did my, did my encounter start in the church? No. Mm. My encounter started out in the street. My encounter was in prison. God started dealing with me before then.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay? So so wherever you at, you can be in prison. You can be on the block. Listen, uh, listen. God will meet you on the block. God will meet you when you get ready to go kill somebody, and he will arrest
3: you mm. right then. and
2: give you an encounter and make you put that gun down and turn around. Or take that gun and throw it over somewhere. Listen, God, listen, when you study the word of God, God has, Jesus came not for the one who was righteous, the ones who didn't need a position. He came for the ones who needed a position. So he didn't come. Jesus came for the broken. He came for the lost. He came for the baby. He came for the prostitutes. He came for the stripper. He came for the drug addict. He came for, uh, you know, the promiscuous woman. He came for the the woman at the well. Come on now. Mm
3: -hmm. Listen.
2: He came for the ones who are broken. Yeah. when you really study the word of God, you will see clearly Jesus came up against the Pharisees. Actually, the religious leaders was who kill him
3: because yeah. he
2: came and he did different. He was unorthodox. They killed John the Baptist because John the Baptist spoke the truth. Mm. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand.
3: Mm. So
2: what I'm saying is,
3: you can
2: listen. You know, uh, the Spirit of God can literally meet you wherever you are. It, it don't you can be on a block smoking weed, getting ready to go fornicate. You can be getting ready to go mm-hmm. into a club, getting ready to drink, and you come out of the life now, I'm tired of this drop He will deliver you right there in front of the club. Yeah. And
3: he yeah. will turn
2: your life around and then he will lead your spirit to what church he wants you to be at for however time for for however much time. So what yeah. I'm saying is you don't see you don't have to go into a physical building to have an account of God. God can meet you wherever you are. Listen, I've heard different stories where, and like I told you, my account started way before I got in the
3: church.
2: Mm. I heard this this one young man's story where God met him in the back. He was getting ready to go rob somebody. Wow. He was Blunt, and the Spirit of God met him in the back of the car. And he wow. he, to, he had an account of God. Yeah. So what I'm saying is when you really study the Word of God and you know for yourself, He came for the ones who needed a position. He didn't come for the ones who didn't need a position. He didn't come for the ones who thought that they was all together, he came with the ones who needed to be made whole. Yeah. Okay? So no, we got to know the difference between a religious Pharisee and people, true people of God, who are secured in their identity going back to help others get delivered. And that's who I am. Mm. Right? So you can have an account of whatever. You, and then God was like, I want you to go deal with these people for this certain amount of time. And then when people get to acting up, I'm going to sit you over there because we are, you know, um, some people start out right and they, yeah. and, they and they end up somewhere else, right? So yeah. We all need the Lord. We all listen. Uh, the Word of God tells you that you know Jesus doesn't want anyone to perish, but He wants all to come unto repentance. So we all I need the Lord, even after God get done completely make me whole. I still need the Holy Ghost so because if He takes it from me, then I'm broken. Mm. And what I'm, What am I? So what I'm saying is, God can meet you where you at.
3: Wherever he you are.
2: He can at. meet you. After you, after you can you can a God does prostituting and you just like I don't wanna be like this no more. Like I've been raped all my life like my uncle used to touch on me like I don't wanna do I don't understand why am I like this. Mm-hmm. God will deliver you right where you at. You know, I don't wanna be a pimp no more. I don't wanna be a player no more. God, can you deliver me? Yeah. You show me who I am. God will deliver all you gotta do is you drop your knees and pray. And here's the thing you pray and you and you open up your heart to God and you really mean it. God will deliver you, and he will fill you up with his Holy Spirit, and he will use you just like he did Apostle Paul, and he used them as a testimony to, to yeah. save other people. So you don't have to literally go into a building. He will deliver you wherever you at. Wherever if, you, if you are. If you really want to be delivered, you, and you can go get a Bible, and you have church right in your house. And then he will lead you to the healthy community where he needs you to be.
3: Yeah. Now, my
2: story is where it is because I had to go through all that. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm called to expose. Stuff like this. So I had to go through the suffering. I had to go through it for other people so people can know you the gifts and calling are without repentance. See our gifts can still operate. We still can prophesy. We still can do all these different things. But the anointing does not hurt people. Mm. The anointing does not abuse people. God That's does right. when it comes to God. It does not molest people. Yeah. It does not speak with their members. So these people right. are not anointed. They are gifted because God ain't gonna take away his gifts. See God ain't in here He ain't gonna take I mean, it probably get rusty and stop working. Like it probably start to get messed up a little bit. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, the gifts yeah. are called. The gifts and call is already our repentance. And when you really start to know God, and you really start to get like in relation with God, you find out like, dang, a lot of these churches that are set up, they're not even from God. These people are doing this stuff on their own because they know yeah. they can
3: trick people. Because yeah. people don't
2: know God, they don't have a relation with God, and they just. Follow anybody that look like they got a gift. Because mm. God don't take away the gift. But the anointing does not molest people. The yeah, anointing, absolutely. somebody that's fully whole in their mind and they walk in their true calling in God, it does not sleep around with their members. Mm. It does not put people out of the church that need to be. What? Jesus said, come to me, all ye who are weary and carry heavy burdens. Listen, take my yoke. His, his, his yoke is easy and his burdens are light. So what I'm saying is like, we are, listen, God is finishing transforming me so that I can be a healthy leader. But, see, I come at like, yeah, I'm just so real. Listen, I still got anger issues, but mm-hmm. it's coming out of me. I still got, see, I got to be real, see. So if you still going through a transformation, be real. Be I'm real. not in leadership. I'm going to shoot just like you. I'm going forth
3: mm-hmm. but
2: I'm real. I'm real, and I'm letting people see the full transformation, and God is completing inside of me. Yeah. God is, listen, God ain't telling these leaders to be abused
3: people. Right.
2: God ain't telling these people to get up here and be used before they like, they doing this on their own. And let me tell you something. The Bible says that uh, a lot of people don't trust that they going to say, Lord, Lord. Everybody who say, Lord, Lord, is not going to
3: enter into the kingdom of heaven. Just because they
2: screaming, Lord, Lord, and they're casting out demons and they lay laying hands on the sick, and they're doing all these different things, it don't mean that they're going to get into the kingdom of God. So that's what I'm telling you. There's a lot of people that's
0: going to be used that ain't going to make it with God. That's what I'm telling you. But what, is, what so, ultimately are they doing? Well, you know, that's why having one's own personal relationship exactly. with God is the key because then exactly. nobody can mislead you and you you have the inner discernment. When you know something doesn't feel right, all of us have an internal guidance system. When something doesn't feel right, that's cuz it's not coming from God. And your your and your you soul is right. is telling you this ain't right. And you and she no matter how
2: like yeah. today I got some correction and I mm. need that correction. We ain't talking about the stuff that's telling you to not eat something that's a, that's gonna harm you. Yeah.
3: Right? So we
2: we talking about the stuff that's making you sin against God. Mm. But it's like telling you like 'cause I've had like let's be honest, there were certain women that came along with like that's just for you know just
3: appropriate. hmm
2: Like, I have somebody that was an example for me and she wasn't rude, she was like, Listen, and I started and I was like I got offended at first, but let's be yeah. honest, she was telling the truth. You know, a woman she was trying to teach me as a mother figure and, yeah. and I was gonna send it. But she didn't say, Oh yeah, you looking like a slut No, she said, Listen, oh the other woman does not dress like this. You yeah.
0: know, you present and she was very modest. You know, and in yeah. my mind, let's be honest, and I was cross Oh my she thinks she what she thinks she
2: better than me. Yeah that yeah, that, that's That's so I that, told that thought too because I yeah. the glory on her. She was pure, holy she yeah. dressed really modest.
0: Yeah. I'm
2: talking about, and now I'll be getting in the car, she having her worst meal. me. I'm like, who she, who she thinks she is? Holy. Because she was.
3: Yeah.
2: And, and she had the light on her, and I wanted it. But I'm like, it was a sin. I was being convicted. I'm like, that. she, yeah. she needs to drop me off. So it yeah. was a presence that, that convicted me. Yeah. And so everything she was telling me was correct. Listen, as a woman, you don't carry yourself like that. You be modest. Mm -hmm. You don't wear those booty shorts and like that Look at you So it's Mm -hmm.
3: like Now I appreciate That she Let's be honest Yeah This is the
2: truth of sin And like I said I understand Because I don't have that mindset no more So I'll be forgetting that I've had that mindset people who, like, when you read my story, like, God had to come give me, and I had to have all my counters when I was in the street and in prison yeah. because I went through what I went through as a kid with my foster mother um, and them who were supposed to be people of God and they were not. They mm. were not transformed. I'm not, I don't yeah. know if they got their life together now. I did hear about my one foster mother. I didn't say her real name because I want her to get saved. Yeah. Um, they said that she has changed.
3: That's um, good.
2: And they also said that like the reason why she was like that because her family was religious, they was abusive, and she went through some yeah. the molestation. So I understand that now. And so they yeah. said that she has gone through a huge change, and she's gotten older. So I'm sure God has been dealing with her because yeah. she starts thinking like, you know what I'm saying? So she still has a soul, and I think about stuff like that, you know. So, um, but that doesn't mean I was going to tell my story. If I wanted to, I could have put a name in there, but I didn't, right? But I know mm-hmm. she when she reads that book, and she's she's probably watching me from where she knows I'm talking about her. But I would never like. Put it, her so, out there, even yeah. Even though I could have, and, yeah. and if I would have, I could have brought charges up against her and the other kids, mm. foster kids that still living could come forth. But no, like I chose not to do that. Mm. You know, rather even if I'm in a counseling session, I say her that her, I, I say her biological name and that.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: if I'm talking among different people, um, but
0: but not yeah, put I mean, her on blast in public because you I, know I
2: used to do stuff like that, but yeah. I just...
0: Well, now you have okay. greater wisdom, and you know that that could cause more harm than help. And the ultimate thing is for a person to be transformed,
2: yeah, not, not to get face. vengeance
0: on them for what they did.
2: Yeah. I yeah.
0: could
2: have, but, um, I, no, I want to see her safe because... Yeah. And a lot of people are going to be mad at me. I don't care. But I
3: actually
2: understand her now. Yeah. You know and I'm sorry that. For what we went through but i understand i understand probably the most even though that doesn't mean i'm not going to experience the emotion of like going through anger just this, this and that does have to heal from it but i understand i understand probably the person who does the worst thing that probably go take a body and cut it up like that means it's something you're you're you you your soul is probably gone like you have literally detached from life so much that you don't care, like you let the devil overtake you.
3: And mm-hmm. a lot of people would
2: be like, Well how can you? Learn? Because I've studied the mind and I understand what goes on in the person's mind. Yeah. When they come to end themselves and they tired and they disconnect and they let the devil take over them. So by this time they probably reprobate. Mm and they let the devil consume them. And they don't care whether it's just a hell or
0: heaven. Mm. They don't even care. And people get so to that point where they, do they don't care. <laughs> so we gotta take one last break. When we come back, I wanna take a look at uh how do you reach that person, or can you reach that person who doesn't care? Because it seems like as a lot of people have are at that point where they seem like they don't care, whether they they don't care how many times they get arrested, they don't care if they're homeless, they just don't care. They may be looking for the next drug fix. There's just something in them has died. How do you how do you help them find God when they seem like they're just gone? So we'll talk about that when we come back. And of course, if you're on our switchboard now. We're talking to Just So Real, author Jessica Ingram, whose book, I'm Not Crazy, I'm Called, is something you need to have on your shelf. You need to be reading it. It's going to be coming out soon, and you can pre-order. Go to the website. I'm going to bring it up again, justsoreal.com, and you can order your shirt. Especially if you're one of those people and you know that you got to call in, and maybe people call it you crazy because you were a little bit different. Shirt and book says, I'm not crazy. And i single. I'm don't called. forget
3: to get the single
0: now. Ah, you yes. Don't
2: to get the single.
0: And the single is also, and is that available for, for uh, pre order as well on the website? Just
2: for pre sale you can scroll down and show them it's at the
0: bottom. Let me see if we can. Oh, I, I, I think we'll. Oh, I'm. uh so when
2: they go to the website, when you go to the
0: website, yeah, I won't be able to scroll down on this it's on, on this the, picture, it but they,
2: everything comes out on the same day. Um, everything is pre-ordered, pre saved right now. But on August 19th, they'll be able to purchase the book and they'll be able to go and buy the um, the single off iTunes, off Spotify, and eventually um, it will launch on YouTube as well because my music video will be coming out and that'll be attached to my website as well. So yes.
0: So if they want to uh, book you to perform somewhere, they'd also go, can they do that on That's the website available
2: as well? Too, so I'll be filtering out, because I won't, of course, take everything, so I have to really make sure I pray and see what yeah. God wants me to take. But, yes, um, my booking will be available for people to book me as a spoken word audience um, or to even um, – I don't think I'm taking like a lot a lot of like I'm not taking like no speaking engagements like that unless it's like for spoken word and then be speaking through the spoken word mm, like that. Yeah. Um, because God is still dealing with me a lot before I go forth and preach a lot. Um, mm. but I am being booked for like spoken word and then you know I come on as a spoken word artist and I have to speak through that. Of course, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, um yeah. and then um interviews, obvious stuff like interviews and stuff like that where I can come from on my book and stuff like so really mainly just focusing when it comes to being booked as a spoken word artist at a sense and yeah. of course, like I said, sticking
0: and it's, you know through
2: that or
0: whatever. So yeah. Just All right. Word, yeah. All mm-hmm. right. book. yeah. Okay, we'll go to justsoreal.com. We'll be right back after this brief break. So stay with us. And we are, we have about 15 minutes left before we go. If you're on our switchboard now, we want you to give us a call. Well, we want you to press one if you've got a question or comment. We are talking to Just So Real, Jessica Ingram, author of the book, I'm Not Crazy, I'm Called and if you have been struggling with things in your life maybe your early encounters with religion church or any other uh supposed representative of god was painful maybe the person who hurt you was somebody that was ultra religious and Maybe you never spoke about it. Maybe you're harboring anger at parents who were neglectful or abusive verbally or physically or just not there for you emotionally, and you're still feeling the pain of that. How do you heal? How do you go to God when you might be blaming God for that? Well, God, you let this happen to me. God, how could you let this happen to me? Some people, that's why they become atheists, because they feel like, if there was a God, God wouldn't let this happen, so there can't be no God. So that's, 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 that's where that anger is. But everything we go through is for shaping us for our purpose. And this is the generation that's got to heal the generational curses. So we had to go through things to give us compassion for those situations so that we could bring the healing to those who are still struggling. Yes. So... When it comes to helping that person who might still have that deep anger and feel like God betrayed them by letting them be born to parents who might have been alcoholics or, or drug addicts or or molesters or, or just abandoned them and, you know, weren't there. Maybe the parents just, you know, I mean, there are people who, were found in a garbage can and they, they live with that reality that my mother literally threw me away and that that's a very painful thing how does a person how does a person get to a point of understanding that this really was god's plan to shape you in a certain way so that you could become that source of healing for somebody how does a person get to that point of knowing that God loves them and is not mad at them or is not rejecting them, even though people who are religious may have rejected them. How do they get to that point where they are able to turn to God when they maybe their whole life been blaming God for all of their pain? Yeah. Um, well,
2: number one, let's talk about this, too. You know, a lot of people do have a lot of kids out of wedlock that God ain't told them to have, like, you know, a lot of fornication and people just having all these babies out of wedlock, it wasn't really God's intention, am I right? Like, God do want people to get married and have kids inside of that. But then again, too, you can have kids that go through stuff in marriages as well because my parents were married and they were very toxic. They were very messed up. Yeah, and marriage
0: isn't right. Marriage so, doesn't necessarily mean that you you got a godly spirit. Now, there is one right. thing, and I think what I'm seeing a lot of today, especially with a lot of young women who are having a lot of babies? They're looking for love, and they don't know what love yeah. feels like from a man. Yeah. And so, because their fathers were not there to give them love, so they don't know what it feels like. And so they end up in a in a in a, a sexually intimate relationship with somebody who doesn't love them, but yeah. they don't know that because they don't know what love feels like. And so of course, you yeah. know, they get pregnant, uh, because you know, sexual intercourse opens the gateway to a soul it's to pregnant. come through you. Yeah. Uh so how do you help a young woman who is maybe allowing her body to be used in the wrong yeah. way because she's lacking love for herself because she didn't get the love of a father, maybe didn't get yeah. the love of a mother. How do you yeah. help her to heal from that so that she's not making that same error over and over and over again and end yeah. up like you say in those situations, you know, you baby mama with all these different
3: yeah
2: children? Yeah.
0: How well, how do you help? Her-
2: help her start to heal from her tra- the trauma, like, so she could become, like, when she started to heal from what, like, what what's making her, like, not love herself. Mm. And, of course, coming to the reality of God, but I'm just saying all that outside of, like, having an encounter with God, right? Yeah. So that's how I started to become aware because God started to father me. Mm. Like, when the Lord told me, like, no man should enter into the gateway to your soul. That's why you're going through mental health issues. Wow. You know where the gateway like,
0: to your soul.
2: Yes, and the gateway to my soul is yes. my vagina, but really it starts with my mind. Yeah. Once a man conquers your mind and your emotions, your body
0: follows. Yeah. No real
2: man, like a man, like some of them may come at you subliminally, but when he really respects you, he's not just going to come off and be like, trying to have sex with you.
3: Yeah.
2: Now, he's probably going be attracted to you because he's sexually attracted to you because you're opposite. But when he really respects you, He's not just going to come out like, yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. He may do it subliminally because he's still a man and a man is a man. It's like a woman is a woman. We got to control right. ourselves. But when you learn how to respect yourself, and that's first, you got to start to heal your unconscious mind and mm. start to let God transform your subconscious mind. A lot of people need to go and start to study and heal. Like when I start to study, all psychology is an effort. But some of it is accurate. And I start to study psychology and I start to study the inner child and I or the inner child wound or I start to study the subconscious the unconscious mind and the subconscious mind. And I started reading healthy self help books in the Bible, right? Because the Bible started to really transform my mind because it starts to expose everything. like, one well, like you're light, oh you, all these different things. So you know what I'm So a started to transform me. And I started to get around healthy community, even though my community kept changing, because once I started to go to a different level, I realized this person can help me no more because they got more toxicity in them. But God yeah. used them for what they were supposed to
0: use used right. for. Right, so you that so next when point.
2: when you start to separate yourself and you start to come to the end of yourself and you start to realize, like, okay, yes, I went through all these different things, and yes, like, I grew up messed up and out, so now I have to start to take accountability. And I have yeah. to start to go here. And I have to start to get insight and understanding that can lead to transformation, that can insight, great insight and great understanding will begin to lead to what? Forgiveness. Yeah. i feel so much. That's why the word, I, like if somebody comes up to me right now, they even get to manifest that you're crazy, you am not at like, no, I'm not. Like mm. it's literally not going to trigger me because that's yeah. not, that doesn't trigger me because I know who I am. You know who you I are have now. I few other things. Right? But I got to process through that. I have to begin to release. I have to let my soul take a bath. Because sometimes we can get involved through so much, and we got buckets and buckets and buckets of tears we have not cried. Ooh. Anger, wow. all anger is, is either hitting hurt or hurt that has yet to be processed wow. out of the body. That the you have yet to be released. hurt. So I yeah.
3: understand. I got
2: insight. I got to understand it. But I have not yet let this stuff come out of my soul. I got to let my... I got to let my soul take a bath. And here's mm-hmm. the thing. When you start to follow different people like R.C. Blake, like mm-hmm. he taught me a lot as well. Like, you know what I'm saying? He, uh-huh. he taught me a lot. He fathered me from a distance. And, of course, my the Lord, right? Yeah. And, of course, me spending time with the Lord. I yeah. learned what morals were and values, and I learned how to value myself. I learned how to take care of my own hair taking care of my natural hair and take care of my skin and eating healthy. That's relationship with God. I yeah. learned to... Like, I, it's another word I want to, you know, you can say self-help, but really, I don't want to say self-help, like, I, I could say personal development, but really, mm. it's personal development by the power of the Holy Spirit, yeah. not apart from God, because you cannot bear fruit apart from God. you got to bear fruit with God. Yeah. So it's like, really, you coming into awakening of who you are in Christ Jesus, in the Lord, mm. and that's when you can start to, like, start to heal, and start, because you got to come. You gotta become self aware. And the first step to becoming self aware is to journal. Start to journal something. Yeah. What are, write down all what are all your triggers? And yeah. when you write down write all your it triggers, down. it's gonna reveal all the trauma that's trapped underneath the triggers. And then you begin to deal with all the trauma and you begin to process and journal and journal and journal. And here's the thing, a healthy, the right healthy therapist is nothing wrong with it. I you know, I, I always break people to God, but like every therapist couldn't help me. Mm. I literally just finally found I did do some trauma courses. I do recommend studying trauma courses yeah. and studying psychology and journaling. That's good. And if you get into some healthy um some healthy like what do you call it?
0: Uh therapy, therapy sessions. Groups. Yeah, yeah. Therapy yeah, but, but groups, you gotta yeah. make
2: sure I don't know what what may work for one person may not work for me because I have assigned yeah. someone because of how spiritual I am and how gifted I am. Mm. Everybody don't understand me. They think I'm crazy. Mm. So I had to find someone that is, because they're like, "What well, are you?" So it's like it, it would stop me from being myself. I finally, finally found a prophetic counselor, ah. like that only operates Good. in the power of God. It's not trying to lead me back to the world, telling me that you're crazy, need to open ministry. No, uh. I'm actually, I finally found someone that that's on that level with me. Yeah. So and here's the thing, I'm pretty much I've done all the I've done all the work. So all the only thing we're doing is. I'm gonna write these last few letters and I'm gonna let this stuff go out myself because i am mm. studying psychology. i went before the Lord. The Lord has revealed so much to me. I've wrote the books. I've I've done a lot of journaling. I've done you get know what I'm saying? Yes. And God has literally have used people also to so walk me through deliverance. I'm not gonna lie. They God has. So mm. it's like healing, inner healing and deliverance. Deli- even though inner healing is deliverance, but inner healing and deliverance and coming to you are in God and starting to heal.
3: That's yeah.
2: what I would tell any young lady or millennial woman, Gen Z, Gen Xer, even an a older woman that was, I, you know, if she would listen to me, to yeah. heal from your emotional wounds. And that is by not suppressing but expressing, allowing yourself to feel and allowing to release all the stuff that's in your soul and let it out. Let your soul take a bath. Journal, because journaling yeah. is therapy as well.
3: Yeah.
2: It's a lot of therapy sessions sessions. And it's okay to get into a healthy therapist. That is I recommend making sure that they follow God. Yeah.
3: 'Cause
2: Because, I, I mean a lot of them people they're not trying to help you that to sort of the world. They they trying to tell you crazy you take too much medication. Listen, I'm gonna tell you you gotta find the right people yes. that's into trauma healing. That's into um, you know, healthy psychology that believes that the soul can become whole.
0: I like that.
2: The, that soul, means,
0: can be, the soul can whole. become whole. That's it. And that is be it. around
2: people that can help you with that. Because I can't, I, you know, there's some people who may not have the faith to believe that they can become whole, and that's, they got. They got to process. they got to work through that. Yeah. So I say she has to begin to do the work with, yeah. with the Lord. Yeah. Not a way from the Lord. I'm always going to promote you that gotta, because that's gotta, the, my
0: the That's the source. You know, you yeah, got you you to If
2: you do all of that and you ain't connected to God, then well, what are you doing?
0: Right, right. U- ultimately, so, that's our our journey. Our journey is back to God. So that's. that's
2: Exactly. Back to your original state, your identity. Absolutely, yeah. So that's pretty much, I have to go through that, right? So, and, and of course, it'll probably mean more than that than I would tell her, but gotta come to your identity and know who you are. Yes.
3: Yeah. That and God me. will
2: follow you. God will follow you. God will nurture you. And you'll learn how to respect
0: yourself more. And then you'll draw the right man to you. Absolutely. Yes, well, that awesome. that is why we're here. we got to heal those generational curses. We have to be the generation that heals. And the only way is to get our own connection to God. Well, tomorrow our Monday Morning Mindfulness host will have 15-year-old, a 15-year-old black boy sent into life. You'll hear his horrific story on Monday Morning Mindfulness. Uh, mm-hmm. Author Marcos Gray shares his journey. And that's the most powerful thing we can do is share the journey and share yes. our our triumph over the tragedy because mm-hmm. our soul can become whole. Oh, yes. yes.
2: And change of perspective. It's, a,
0: it's yes. all about a change of perspective. I
2: change of perspective will make us whole. It's really that, like, it's not on I'm healed. But my perspective we got to change about the church fully. It got to yes. change fully about everything, and that's when the mind becomes updated, and you become healed, and you let it go. You let it go. You You're let talk it about go. How, how are you
0: doing it. the things you've been through? That's it. Yes, that's it. Yes. You know, and that's the most powerful thing. Once we understand it, and we can forgive and let it go, our whole yeah. perspective can change because we can let go of that burden of anger that keeps yeah. our soul from becoming whole. Once we let that's go of the anger. <laughs> Then we become whole. Well, join us tomorrow, 7 to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time for Monday Morning Mindfulness. Here, another powerful testimony somebody who's gone through that very painful experience of imprisonment, but, of course, has come out powerful because we are more than conquerors. Well, thank you so much. We have been listening to Just So Real, a powerful spoken word artist and evangelist. And author, with her new book coming out, I'm Not Crazy, I'm Called. And we want you all to pre-order. You need to go to the website, justsoreal.com, and order this book. Let me see. I got it. it. Should I bring it up here? Where are we at? Alrighty, and And definitely... We are looking forward to uh hearing the the all of the the artistic work that you have produced and Yes. Uh, if you want her to speak or uh hear some other spoken word as you invite her to bring the book, go to justsoreal.com. dot com. Where is that photograph? We're gonna find it.
3: Yes, ma'am. Yes. <laughs>
0: And, of course, if you are, uh, you need to make sure you, you uh, if you missed any parts of this show, you need to go back in the archives and listen to the Female Solution Global Radio TV show on this date so that you can get everything that you may have missed. Crazy reasons I don't I see the, y'all. See the photo. We're going to go. go. And we will be back tomorrow. And until that time, wherever you are, whatever you do, remember to shine your light. Yes. We'll see you tomorrow. Yes.
2: See you. Thank you for having me on. Thank
0: you. you. See you. All righty. And thank you to all of you who have listened in and joined in this conversation. We appreciate you so very much. I'm Naima Latif. Sitting in for our Sunday host and soulful, soul purpose healing with Viana and to all of our listeners all around the world, we say thank you. We've come to the end of our show today but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, xie India, Zanyaba, Japan, Alingato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba,
1: Germany, Danke, Poland, Johnkujon, France, Merci. Spain, Gracias,
0: Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medassi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Nghiabonga, Senegal, Geret, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Kashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessing.